Hello there, Dion. Hello. Oh, man. So how you doing? Fine. The smoke came back in the uh, valley here for a little bit, and, uh, you know, I have... I have this sinus pressure, this, I've, I've had this chronic sinus headache for, I don't know, I, I think going on six years now. So I should oh. probably check out. Yeah. Or just, you know, suck it up, get used to it. This, yeah. this is life. Right. You no, know, that, the, that's the what I would do. Back. Yeah. Smoke is back and we're just all, we're all struggling right now. The, the, I'll tell you what, we had smoke and then I had a cold. Not apparently the coronavirus, a cold, and then smoke rolled back in up here too. And uh, I'm about, I, I, I don't mean to brag, but I'm about done. Uh, I'm close to being finished. It's, uh, it's, it's, it sucks. And, um, but, but hey, can't complain. Yeah, you know, can't complain. What are you going to do? All right, lol. I mean, you know, can't complain, but who'll listen? Ha ha. You know. All right, right, right. Uh, had an exciting weekend this weekend. I did. Uh, even being under the weather, even uh, I, I would, I would give my respiratory system a solid fifty-four percent functioning. Oxygen level at about a twenty-seven. Uh, look, I, I don't want to talk about Trump. We're not uh, talking about that. We're talking uh, about oxygen levels oh, with, oh, oh, oh. with the smoke yeah. in the air and the cigars. You got to figure it's pretty low. You got to figure. And you also, you, you know, I, be, I, I cut back on the cigar stuff. You know, I'm one a day now. But usually I'm one or two anyway. I'm not one of those cigar guys that uh, go nuts. It's a permanent fixture in your face. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not that guy. Nothing against those guys. I'm just not that guy. If I, I find if I smoke more than one or two a day, I fry my palate, and then what am I going to do? Well, you got to smoke better cigars. <sighs> Man, well, I had a whole list of them. I don't know if people are aware of that. I have a whole list of really good cigars I smoke, but I don't so, want to dawdle. Uh, well, let me know. ask you. Let me ask you something. When you when you puff on a cigar, when you review a cigar, do you like copious amounts of smoke? Do you like to throw a lot of smoke up or do you like sip it more like a fine wine instead of chugging it like a, a natty light? Oh, I, 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 do, I don't, I don't natty light. I don't have, I, I wish sometimes that I had more natty light in me, but I'm quite, uh, I'm quite the sipper. This is a cigar show suddenly, but I'll tell you what, like with anything else, all things in moderation, everything must be balanced. Not too much smoke, not a lot of smoke, not too big, not too small. I'm about to, maybe later in the show or uh, after the show, I'm about to light up, uh, I'm not going to mention the name of the brand, but I'm about to light up a Lancero and, oh. and, and talk about uh, not too big, not too small and talk about reactionary um, not a big fan of the Lanceros, especially the really, really like, there's just like the plain old Panatello ones. The, the it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, the penguin in the Adam West Batman series. Yeah. He had like that long, uh, plastic, uh, cigarette, yeah, the filter. cigarette holder. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's, it's a lot like one of those and it's a little too, it's a little too, whatever that is. 
even from my own tastes. So uh, I, I like a Corona. I like a Robusto sometimes. Uh, I like a Toro sometimes if I have time to kill. Uh, but I don't like them 80 ring gauges, and I don't like them, what is this? This looks like, uh, I don't know what this looks like, 40-ish. Hmm. So uh, I, I don't know. What, what is what is a Lonsdale again? I forget. What's the actual dimension of that Vitola? You know, they they vary. I mean, it can be anywhere between 42 and 44 ring gauge. It can be five and three quarters to maybe almost six inches. Panatella's, Lonsdale, everything they just they, everything kind of melds in together. You know, yeah. there's a Lonsdale, Lonsdale is a nice format. I got to say, I like a Lonsdale. I like a Lonsdale, but you know, that's just me. So uh, anyway, so my, I don't yeah. know. Was was there a question? I don't know. My Lonsdale, I think, is six and a quarter by forty four. That would be the F nine, but that's that's my interpretation of six and a quarter. But Lonsdale, yeah. yeah. That would be that would be it. Mid forties, yeah. It's more it's it's more about the girth than the length. Yeah, anything below forty four, I think you're safe. Anything yeah. above thirty eight, you're safe. Right in there, you know. You get you get you get below thirty eight, and it's just you know you're pushing it. But yeah, this is I don't know what I'm looking at here, but it's super long and super thin, and it just it it doesn't it doesn't have you know what's that old thing you eat with your eyes. They cram that idea down your throat, mm -hmm. you know, when you're in the culinary field. And it doesn't make you very hungry looking at that cigar. It doesn't. And it doesn't make you, it makes you happy that it doesn't because you get the overall feeling you're not going to be completely satiated by it. It's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to taste like it looks and feel like it looks. Well, how do you know? And... You're, you're, you have some preconceived notions here. I make some of the best Lanceros in the world and nobody would say that about my Lanceros. Well, what if they would? They'd be a liar. They would be. You know, I mean, you could say whatever you want in this great country of ours. But uh, no, it's just, it's just a looks. I mean, it's important. People, again, they smoke with their eyes. They eat with their eyes. And it looks like it's going to maybe leave you a bit peckish. But that doesn't mean, you know, not every cigar, not every meal has to be a golden corral moment. If somebody had you two know? cigars to offer you, one was a Lancero. And the other was a six by sixty. Which one would you take? Oh, woof! Uh, all things being equal, I jeez, jeez. I, I guess I would, uh, without asking ridiculous follow up questions like the blend and whatever. I I guess I would take the six six. Uh, you're a monster. Yeah, I'm surprised to say that. I'm surprised to say that, and I feel like I should be ashamed of myself. You should be. But if somebody's if somebody's giving me something for free, I'm going to get the most for my uh, lack of buck, the most bang for my lack so of buck. So doesn't doesn't conceivably conceivably doesn't flavor like, perceptive attribute well, thing, or contribute to that smoking experience? I mean, if you get a six by sixty right. that's relatively bland and nothing in it. Uh, as far as flavor, or you pick up like a nice, rich, full-bodied Lancero that's really, I mean, it's, it's tough to make a Lancero because, you know, when I, when I put it together, it really has to be one tobacco in the filler because that is really the feature, right? Because you're getting so much, right. you're getting so much play from the, uh, the wrapper and the binder. 
the the filler, right. the one leaf in there, needs to be of exceptional quality and and complexity. So you really yes. have to dig, dig, dig. So that's why I think Illusioni uh, uh, Lanceros smoke so great is because I'm constantly seeking that <coughs> that one particular leaf. Mind you, that that takes you through the journey of the entire line. So if it's original documents and you're tasting that viso in there, you really want to feature that viso, but it has to be, you know, very specific. It has to it has to hit right away. It can't be covered up by the binder. It can't be too much influence from the wrapper. So really, when you're talking about bang for buck and value, the Lancero is the way to go because if the Lancero is properly blended. Okay, which many, if, which if, yeah, if. which many of them aren't. If they're properly uh, a blended, lot. There, there's there's issues. Yes, construction combustion wise. You but yeah, can, the, yeah. yes, you can actually get between the uh, construction and the combustion, making sure that the 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 binder is driving the combustion of the cigar, making sure that that wrapper is not going to over influence. You know, basically what I put in there, which is the one leaf uh, of the viso in the particular original documents. That thing is going to perform like fire. I mean, it's just going to be killer because you are featuring that leaf. You are not covering it up, and it is going to be multidimensional. It's going to give you everything that you want. Yes, it's a small format. It's a small ring gauge, but the quality, the level of excellence in that smoke that you're going to get is going to rival Many, many cigars out there, even if you don't like a Lancero size. That's what converts so many people over to, I think, Illusioni cigars is because, oh, well, he makes a lot of traditional sizes, right? He made this, you know, he's got, you know, he's, he makes a ton of Lanceros. Nobody makes Lanceros. I mean, they only make them like limited edition or this or that, you know. Well, they, 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 they don't sell very well. That's right. And Steve Saka says at the end of the day, everybody wants a Lancero, but nobody buys them. You know, there's no, he says there's no money in Lanceros. I beg to differ. We really? sell a ton of Lanceros, but that is a testament to the blend and how we put it. To, how we put them together, and when people smoke the Illusioni Lancero, it opens up the door. It's like, wow, man! If 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 you know, we can get a cigar that tastes that good and performs that well. What do the rest of his cigars taste like? Okay, so so here here's the thing. Uh, all things considered. I'm back in that situation. Somebody, somebody offers me uh, without naming any brands, any types, any any blends, any wrappers in particular. Blah blah blah. Somebody offers me a Lancero or a six sixty. What do you want to call that? Like a Gordo? Yeah. Some, some, well, I don't know. Some fakey. Like, like say, is that like a venti? Yeah, I would say a is Gordo like a is more like a six by fifty six. You know, it's like a Toro Extra. It's got a, it's got a couple more. Uh, okay. Uh, but, a, a skinny little cigar or a big fat cigar. Right. Take your pick, Cap. It's on me. If I don't know anything, it's kind of like okay. So so uh, I, I go into a diner for the first time. Back when there were diners, what happened to diners? But anyway, I'm drifting. I go into a diner for the first time. I feel out the diner. I get a BLT. You know, that's that's what I. That's do. your litmus so test out. for the diner. Right. I got a different litmus right. test, but go ahead. Oh, okay, okay, but so so my litmus test. Uh, if you could take that safety option, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the safety option in the cigar scenario that uh, we're beating to death. I'm gonna take it in the six sixty. Because I'd rather in a 660, 
I prefer, at, at the worst case scenario, a muffled blending of shitty dimensions than a equally shitty Lancero that's going to smoke like a Purito and have no dimensions. It's going to be like the cigar equivalent of a single origin coffee. Okay, so let me ask you this. One, one, I don't want one note straight through for but you're not. six and a half, seven inches. You're not, you're not, you're not getting it long. because you're also getting the, 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 uh, the con- contribution from the binder and you're also getting the contribution from oh, the and, I, and i and i understand that's what i'm getting from illusione that's what i'm getting from a, 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 from a vitola done right but i don't know i i don't know this diner so i'm gonna have to play it safe but you like Cor- i'm gonna you have like to corona. get that blt so you, you mentioned you like corona size cigars you'd rather have like a corona well corona i love corona the corona ring gauge really isn't that much far off unless you go to like a, a traditional like a logito size which might be like a 38 you know which i i don't like in a lancero i like it like around between 40 and 42 for a lancero because it gives me it, 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 i i i like that 40 yeah. 40 44 44 no, no, is a that's, nice that's spot. too big that's too big now you're get, like, now you're getting uh, into uh, a pentatella area right, right anywhere between a 40 and 42 ring gauge for a lancero i think is optimal because you can get enough tobacco you can get enough you can feature enough of the tobacco in the internals to give you the overall impression of what the cigar is going to be but so if you look at it you know a corona is going to be right about the same ring size too it's just going to be shorter so you would say yeah you'd probably most likely say if i said i'm going to give you a corona or i'm going to give you a 660 you go oh the corona in a heartbeat well oh corona all day okay. long give me that corona but if you add my 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 corona if you add two more inches to that corona now you have essentially you know depending again on who is making the but i don't want those two inches I mean, I, I understand that's never what she said, but I don't want those two extra inches. So maybe, maybe it's not just about girth. Maybe it is about length. I don't want that extra burdensome length that often. I mean, what, what, what am I? I'm trying to figure out the exact dimensions of what I'm smoking here without mentioning it because I really don't want to throw anybody under the bus or whatever. But um, I, I don't know. You make an excellent point, I guess. But it's it's a game of inches. Yeah, it's just one man's point of view. It's just my point of it, view. It's, it, no, no, no. It's, but it's a game of inches because then you could say, well, if you like forty four so much, why don't you love fifty? Right. You, you know, it's it's, it's right there. Well, like you me. know, and it's like that's like a slippery slope. Like, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, I have to draw a line somewhere, a hard no, line, I guess, a man's I line. I guess I could have a similar situation. You know? So, like, if I. Um, I make a six and three quarter by 48. I've made it since day one. It's probably, it's one of my signature sizes because it used to be six and five eighths by 48, but then we just made it six and three quarters. It's a lot easier. You know, it's a lot easier on paper. It's a lot easier. Anyways, so I've carried the Mm -hmm. six and three quarter by 48 for years. Done it. Okay. Triple eight, you know, the hot 10. Churchill, I can go down the line. I probably got about six, seven, eight, you know, and just in that one size. But if you told me now to take that 48 ring gauge and stretch it out to a nine and a quarter, making a Presidente or an A or a Grand Corona, I guess, you know, one of those names that you'd call it, I don't, you know, it just doesn't matter to me, but yeah. you call it an A, right? Well, now, even though it's the same ring size, now I got this, you know, it's like a, it's like a half a broomstick. I, it's like, well, you know, I, if you asked me, I'd probably take the six and three quarter by 48 because the extra, mm. you know, two and a quarter inches, it's just too much. It's too awkward, you know. It's unwieldy. Right. And, and it's uh, so so here's what I'm smoking again without m- mentioning any names. And this is the, this is a very cigar centric 
they sure. were going to get away. I mean, well, what if so, what if somebody is tuning in just now after listening to us for a few months? Oh, they're bummed. And well, what the hell's going on? But let me just put you let me put you on a map here. What I'm looking at, and what I'm looking at now might be swaying my opinion down the road, and you know, alongside it, it's a seven and a half by thirty eight. Mm, yeah. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty big Lancero, pretty it's a, thin it's Lancero. A, it, I I just I mean I uh, mm-hmm. if I get my way through it right with it uh, still pulling easy, I'll be happy. So, enough. anyways, we talk about the litmus test, right? The the bar that you hold all diners to, right? So if right right BLT yeah, okay, so okay. yours is a BLT. Yeah. Mine. So if I walked into yeah, a diner, right. which were like very, very common, you know, like back back in, in the old timey days, you know, and the, when everybody's doing the, oh, the 23 skidoo, you know, walk in doing the 23 <laughs> skidoo, sit down at the counter. We're all hepcats. Give me a cup then. of coffee, yeah, yeah. throw down like uh, 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 a dime and a nickel. Get yourself a news, newspaper. Exactly. Pick yourself up a newspaper, yeah. tuck it under your arm, head on out to the track. So, if I go to a diner, right? And so I guess you could call, I guess the new version of diners, I guess, would be kind of like a gastro pub, right? It's kind of like polished up. Oh, I hate I know. that. I know. Term. That's a whole other thing. That, 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 that term is a self given license to overcharge for a right. hamburger. So I think Gordon Ramsay, Period. I think Gordon Ramsay came up Fight with that. Me. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think he's the one that actually grabbed it and made his own and made it famous. You know, the gastro he, he, he definitely played it up. Yeah. I don't know if he created right. it or not, but he definitely right. used he it. Took, he took a $6 diner burger and turned it into a $15 hand-formed, hand-browned right. with fresh greens and... Fresh yeah. break the right. fr- fresh baked the. Uh, I go down, and, yeah. Like, like I go down right. local yeah. greens, local greens, grass. Well, fed, maybe walk uh, down the street, beef. down uh, you know, down the the bricks of Edinburgh, and I go to I J Mellis or J Mellis Cheeses, and I get the uh, <laughs> the the nicest English cheddar, and I put you know, forget that, forget all that, right? It's a good burger, and the cow's name was, and the cow's name right. was Charles. Great burgers, don't get me wrong, but we're talking diner food here, okay? So Charles would sit in the fields. He just he liked the sunshine, Charles. Um, he just he would just bathe in the sun to the point where, uh, you know, people were like, is he OK? Is he going to get too hot? But no, Charles just liked he was one of those scratches ass the against the tree, you know, got that itch, right. take care of that itch with the bark on the tree. But anyway, so I sit down at the diner. Just love the sun. Mm-hmm. I order oh, God, sorry. the meatloaf plate meatloaf okay because pretty much everybody in some form or another does meatloaf Hmm. right and meatloaf Hmm. so it's a very it's a very for lack of better words easy thing to do right i mean you could make hoity-toity meatloaf like um what's what's that guy live love eat that one guy uh the german guy with uh you know he uh wolfgang puck Wolfgang God, God, oh, I, uh, you know, I always mean to like him more than oh, he's I a great do. Guy. I wasn't familiar with that. He's, doesn't he seem like a he cool does, dude? He does. He was like actually one of, the, I think, the first chefs to the stars way back in the day. But anyway, so he had he had this meatloaf, right? Completely over the top. This like chicken liver pate meatloaf thing. So it was like kind of like chicken livers roughly chopped mixed in with the meatloaf. Don't get me wrong. It's very, very good. <laughs> 
you know, with this little demi-gloss or whatever over the top and like some garlic mash, whatever he did, you know, on the sides with it. It was very good. But, you know, it's it's kind of like pushing the boundaries of meatloaf. Anyway, so when I sit down at a diner, right, and if they can get meatloaf done right, good, juicy, not dried out, um, with some maybe some mashed potatoes, a little bit of brown gravy, you know, maybe some corn on the side. If they can put that meatloaf plate together and actually make it true comfort food, you pretty much know that everything else on the diner or on the diner menu is going to be good because they didn't screw up the meatloaf, right? If you go into another diner place and it's like, okay, well, you know, it's dry, it's mealy, it's crumbly, maybe, you know, oh, mealy, yeah, the mealy. worst. Yeah. Uh, it, so that's yeah, really my yeah, bar. 90% yeah. filler. That's my bar. You know, here, here. Have some have some greasy yeah. breadcrumbs. My bar for any diner or any place that serves like quote unquote comfort food, you know, mom's home cooking, granny's, you know, granny, the granny doily special or whatever it is. If you, that place can do a good meatloaf, everything else mm. is probably a ringer. I'll tell you what, though, for my for my money, my my hot take. My my reaction. Does anybody say to that what anymore? You're putting down. Anybody my, say hot take? My 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 Lancero to your Corona Extra. My uh, double Corona. Does anybody say hot take? No, of course not. That's why I do. I also want to bring Fly back. Do you remember when good stuff was called Fly? Like, hey, that's a Fly yep. shirt. You remember what happened? It's to still that? a great I like word. That. I think it should still be relevant. I'm using it still. I don't give. I don't give. You know, uh, you don't give away. I don't give any back. I'm I'm bringing it back. I'm pulling it back. Fly. I just lit up. Taste fly. The smoke. And, but here, couple of takes on what you just said from yours truly. Meatloaf is the food equivalent of blue jeans. Exactly. What does that mean? That means. Blue jeans are supposed to be cheap and durable. They're not supposed to be designer fodder. They're supposed to be lived in rustic, workish kind of pants, not $300 designer jeans. That's, that's, That's something different you created there. That shouldn't even be called blue jeans. So when you talk about Wolfgang Puck's meatloaf, that's something else you created. In my mind, that's not meatloaf. You know, maybe it's like a, like a steak steak loaf or, you, you know, truffle, tr- 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 truffle dish or whatever. But a meatloaf is cheap and highly sustainable food. Like it, it sustains you, it drives you, it's workman's food. It fills you up, it gets you going, okay, it keeps you moving. Yes, correct. Uh, okay, there we go. So... Okay, where I think you went wrong is by equating a meatloaf with a diner. I think your litmus test is much better served in a truck stop environment. Well, it's still a diner. My BLT BLT is the perfect litmus test for a well, that's yours diner. for a diner mine is meatloaf everywhere you go they're gonna always have the blue plate well, special. i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i'm more okay. correct well i feel so the diners i was you know 
exposed to growing up, whether it was uh, Jim Kelly's Nugget, you know, down the street here, whether it was White Cross Drugs, whether it was Woolworth's Counter, any of these diners that, that had, they had the blue plate specials, right? Monday through Saturday, maybe it was like a, on Monday, it was like uh, a half a, you know, half a chicken, chicken leg, and, um, you know, the wing, what do you call it? That's the same thing. Anyways. Uh, chicken, chicken thigh, yeah, chicken thigh I, I wing, and then you know yeah. maybe the next day was like the BLT. Maybe the next day was the meatloaf. Maybe the next day was like goulash. I, I don't know, but they always had like these blue plate specials, daily specials that you do it, and practically every diner that you would walk into, one of those days was a meatloaf plate. Oh, and I'm sure you could go into any truck stop. And get a BLT, but what's wrong with you if you do? Yeah, so I, I guess what we're at is, where we're at is, what's the difference between a truck stop and a diner? And to me, a truck stop is for people on the road to give them a sense of hominess and comfort. And it's heavier, warmer more uh american i don't want to say american it's it's more comfort food i mean a diner is of course americana writ large but it's more it's 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 warmer food it's softer textured food it's more how, how can you get any more of all that description than in a plate of meatloaf at warm comforting you got the mashed potatoes you got the meatloaf with the brown gravy over it. You have the corn that's been swimming around. The, the, the canned no, corn. No, no. Oh, yeah, that can't, you, it's been swimming around in a gallon of butter in the hotel tray all day. You know, they just put the, uh, the, the, the spoon in there, <laughs> slop it onto your plate. I mean, come on. How could, but that's truck stop. It's, 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 that's not diner. Diner is a sassy waitress with a lazy hey, eye. You ever been into a truck stop? I used to eat at truck stop diners when I was growing up. Okay, we had this Union Seventy Six. I spent a lot thing. of truck stop time in. Yeah. Same Maryland. thing. Yeah. Okay, the 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 sassy snarky diner with the pencil in her in her in her bun in the top takes it out. Right, uh, right, right. You know, licks the. God uh, damn, I love yeah, me lick, some America. Licks the lick, yep. licks the graphite. Walks up, says, "Help yeah, you." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hun, yeah. if you're if, if you're anywhere near Baltimore, then everything right. ends. Well, with then hun. when she gets to know you, it's hun and sweetie, and uh, but after that, before that, you know, if 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 you're a foreigner, if you're not, you know, if you're foreign to her in her own little universe in there, you walk in, she looks at you out of the side of your eyes, like you know, what do these people want? Well, we want to eat. It 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 it's, it seems like a harder working, more salt of the earth person goes to a truck stop. And perhaps uh, potential ne'er-do-wells start their day at diners before they go off to the track, before they go off to Oh, yeah, okay, right. You know, I, can give, they, I can give you, you know, that. You right. see what I mean? Like, I, 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 there, there's a difference there. I can't quite pinpoint. But they're both as American as apple pie. And you could get well, yeah, apple they, pie. So both. they essentially serve the same thing. They, they essentially have the same menus. It's just a different atmosphere. And they're not necessarily catering to a different clientele. It's just the clientele is the clientele that's going to come into a truck stop because maybe that guy's on his way. He's getting his rig washed. He's getting it uh, gassed up. He goes in, sits down for a little chili size, a little uh, chili, uh, chili size platter. Um, 
you know, or maybe mm. like, yeah, so, you know, maybe good. a couple of chili cheese dogs, uh, extra onions. Oh, that's that's good. I love the little pack of saltines. You know, that little yeah, double come pack with of saltines little, that yeah, you always well, get the chili with. A little cup of soup. You get it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. I, I, I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, maybe we just, I mean, you know, I was going to say maybe we're just splitting hairs, but of course we are. But it, it feels like a different, so like a, a, a family trip that could include a truck stop. You know, somebody would take the kids to the Grand Canyon. Right. You know, that, that could be a truck stop stop. It just seems like a diner is more the hub of a neighborhood than a place well, that you, you know it's almost like there the is no hub, hub anymore i mean those, those di- the diners are gone uh yeah and and, and i'm talking like and, and of course i'm i'm, I'm wrong off the, right out of the gate because i'm talking about it like it's a current thing now now what is it it's nothing you 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 call and get something delivered yeah, is that what it's blaze pizza mm. uh, i i don't know mod, I, I just feel like mod there's a pizza. huge yeah god we have one of those right downtown i cannot recommend um and it and it's, it just seems like there's a there's something i'm missing the distinction between a diner and a truck stop now it's, it's payway uh, yeah you, you know i i don't know i i i miss my america well the americana the americana of, of of days gone by Like a little corner, maybe little I just corner dinette. Because I, I guarantee you, in Brooklyn, there's still oh, little diners. San Francisco, San Francisco, while, they're I'm everywhere. Sure they're there's there. killer little dinettes and diners and little breakfast coffee shops. Oh, a dinette, coffee shops. great. Yeah, a little luncheonette. luncheonette. They're all over the place <laughs> down there. But you know what? They're 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 starting to serve a little more high level food. You know, so it's like okay, well, I want you know, I want pancakes. I want pigs in a blanket, right? Well, no, now you're gonna get. You're going to get this buckwheat pancake and it's going to be with like this mango oh. chutney banana topping that's been war- war- right. Check, so, you know, I mean, it looks like a diner. It looks like a dinette or a coffee shop. It feels like it. But then all of a sudden you just have these really weird things on the menu. What's good? Why is there mango salsa mm-hmm. on top of my buckwheat pancake? And by the way buckwheat pancakes are not good spoiler alert the it's hard to try to exclude gluten from a pancake and still have anything resembling our performance if you're intolerant to gluten the last thing on earth that you should be ordering is a pancake of any type i don't care even if they say it's gluten free Get away from it because now it's just a frisbee. It's a it's a it's a softer version of a frisbee. Stay away from the pancake. Slightly, slight, or it's just a crumbly mess. I I went to uh, downtown here in Eugene Cornbread Cafe. Shout out, free of charge. Not gonna like it, but um, you get what you pay for a Cornbread Cafe. But um, I went there and you get that it's it looks mm-hmm. like a cafe. It 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 smells like a cafe. Uh, a, a diner, uh, whatever you want to call it. And you order a pancake, if you're, say, me, and uh, you get 
a buckwheat disc thing because I don't read menus very well. And you cut into it with the edge of a fork and the thing just crumbles. By the time I was finished trying to get my way in there, it it looked like a mound of like kasha. More more than a more than a pancake, which is essentially kind of what it was. It's 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 not good. There's not enough syrup and butter in the world. If syrup and butter doesn't save an experience, nothing it's a will. bad Just like going experience. Going into a diner, if it's bad diner food, nothing nothing in the world will quite save a plate in front of you no. than ketchup. Will if you use ketchup. Now what's it? What's a what's a what's a what's a hold on? What's a greasy spoon? I, I, I think that's just the same. I opinion. think that's just the same. Uh, it's a nickname for a diner. Is it? But is it a particular kind of diner? Is it like kind of a, like a more shitty no, diner no. or like a more earthy diner? It's just a diner. Yeah. It's just a sling and sling hash, and hash. Kind of thing. Okay. Uh, they got they got chili going twenty four seven. The chili that you're eating today may not be oh, God, may not be the chili hash. that was made that day. It was made a it, week it, ago. It, it was right. It was, it was made. It was made about a week ago, and it was made as a hamburger. And um, somebody, something happened. They maybe made an extra hamburger they didn't need. You know, if 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 you mess up a hamburger, just throw it in a chili in a chili pot. Is how that works. And I I like the idea of a greasy spoon because to me it seems edgier. And I'm nothing if not edgy, and a man of the people. So I, I, I'd like a greasy spoon mentality, a greasy spoon vibe. And to me, a greasy spoon is a little greasier, you see. But it's also uh, has a more limited menu than a diner. I don't think you're going to get like, uh, like that meatloaf. I don't think – and if you do, you're going to wish you didn't at a greasy spoon. You're better off sticking to like some hash with a fried egg on top, you know. Maybe it's maybe like a, a cup or a bowl of soup of uh, chili, you know, I, I, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't think I think there's a great chasm or as my people call it, fresh off of Yom Kippur, uh, a chasm between um, truck stop and diner, but uh, there might or might not be between Greasy Spoon and Diner. They're they're all within. I think they're I, I, all within uh, reach when you're talking about. You know, I think we're splitting hairs when we're talking about dinettes, diners, coffee, coffee shops. They're they're all within the same family. I think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, coffee shops, and I slipped up and I said cafe because cafe could be taken a couple of ways. The coffee shops that we have going now. It's it's just more sugar injection. It's like those American scones with the frosting on them, mm-hmm. you know. In in the case, yeah. What do you call that? That uh, the, the icing. That's it's not it's not frosting. It's icing. The icing. A, the frosting. A, the icing. Is, is it icing? You you want to, you want to get into the drizzle? A dribble, A drizzle of icing. It's 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 just it's it's like a yeah. it's like a sugar bar anymore going into a cafe going into a espresso house going into a coffee joint it's it, it's 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 a diabetes hut it's it's like a ugh. but so that 
to me is way different than anything else we're talking about. When you're talking no, about it's, like muffins, yeah, that's why I didn't bring it up. Yeah, glass, that's good. Yeah, I mean, what do you really the... call those? Is that a coffee right. house, cafe? I, I, I don't know what you cafe. Call it. I don't like it. It's, it seems yeah, to bastardize cafe, right? Because cafe to me is it. Ca- okay, so here's what it is: cafes and greasy spoons are opposite ends of the diner spectrum, but yet within the same family. It's, the same exact family. Right. They could interbreed, except except the family of the greasy. The family of the girl um, is from uh, a cafe. You get yeah family, and and uh, the and the boy get, is yeah, from a greasy get, spoon background, right. and have, they're not happy the, about uh, that. The, the, the highfalutin you know. cousin that went to Ivy League school, and then you got mm-hmm. you know the. Johnny yeah, that works or, on the yeah, maybe maybe uh, uh went to trade school. Now he's uh now he's turning around he's turning around she's busting knuckles on engines. Yeah, he, he works for a man who doesn't give a right. damn. It's rough. So rough. Is 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 that is that how that song goes? Living on a prayer. Hey, anyway, I, I think we I, I think no. I don't think anybody can say we didn't uh, get a lot of good work done in that. I segment. think we covered a lot of something. That's for sure. We definitely did put a lot of content out. And before I forget, Dion, I, I haven't uh, introduced the show. What, what if what if people uh, have no idea who we yeah, are? And at what this, this point, is? you know, so deep into it, does it matter? But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Should I? Yeah. Okay. Powered by Illusione Cigars at IllusioneCigars.com. This is the unofficial and unauthorized Disillusione D program podcast. Thanks for tuning in, gentle persons, and make sure to subscribe to the Capitalist Radio portfolio of podcasts wherever you're currently listening. Also, visit Kaplowitz.xyz. As always, of course, I am Kaplowitz Media, and with me is my co-host for this extravaganza, Dion Giolito, owner of Illusione Cigars, Illusione Cigars, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. And you can find out more about all that at Illusione Cigars. Which, by the way... If you are perusing and you are looking to go backwards, forwards in the episodes that we have, great place to go is Kaplowitz Media. Oh, up there. Or mm. you can go to Illusioni Cigars because mm-hmm. now we have a tab for the uh, for the pods, a whole page a dedicated whole page. to our show. What's going on over there? You got some static going on? You... No. Oh, did, okay. did I move my cord? Sorry, it was it was I got tangled for a second. I, I reached for, I have a, I have, a, I have, like I said, a little cold, like a dry spot on my throat and the coffee is missing it. So I'm thinking about transitioning to a can of soda, a little diet cola. Mm. We'll see if that hits it. But, uh, so, uh, did I ever get into why I had like a cool weekend? Did I ever get into that at the beginning? I remember saying something, I had an exciting weekend. Yeah, not no, you didn't. Uh, you mentioned not, none of that. Uh, may I? You Can know, I bring it's, it back? It's, it's your gig. 
Okay. Okay. Well, it's our gig, but I appreciate it. So over the weekend, we, uh, we welcomed Snatcher and I into our little family, Whoa. a new pet. Whoa. Yeah. 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 And, and he had come to us. He had come to us earlier in the week. But, uh, you know, when the weekend hits, you assess what's going on and you see who needs what. You get a little housework done. And, um, and Doug, Doug is uh, a, 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 so far an awesome, surprisingly what is awesome addition to our, to our little family. Doug is a rat. And uh, super, super uh, smart, Dion. Super oh, smart. Must, it must make you feel at home a little bit, you know, like back when you were on the East Coast. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like having my uncle over. It's it, it, it's interesting. And um, they're super cute. So, so uh, Snatcher has uh, hamsters, two little cute dwarf hamsters. So he's liking the rodents. An opportunity came up to foster and then adopt or an opportunity. So a rat got thrown at us. And uh, we took it. We took the opportunity because that's what you do with opportunities. And it, it, they're, they're kind of cool pets. They're kind of cool pets. I could tell no, look, you're I, not buying it. Look, I'm a fan. Whole, I'm a fan of, of, thing, of you know any but, animals and any pets that bring you know joy into somebody's life. And you know if it's a rat, so be it. You know, take care of it like it was uh, like a Saint Bernard or a, a, a or a rat, right? Or a rat. I, I think it would be more appropriate to take care of a rat as if it were a rat, because if I was to take care of Doug as if he were a St. Bernard, I would put him in way too big of a crate and he'd climb that right through the large space bars. But uh, causing issues, yes. Is it? St- am I still weird? Uh, now, how about now? Around again until you start fidgeting. Well, I won't. Well, I won't move. Then will I? I'm sorry. But so I guess I guess all this is I'm I'm just excited to have Doug over. And he's he, Maybe that's he's why a I'm permanent. Fidgety. He's found a forever home, or you're just watching. He's he's it, well. It started off just watching, and then it became a forever home. And uh, the good news is, if it doesn't work out, their life expectancy is about two years. So did old somebody just dump it on you? They just didn't want to take care of the rat anymore. Not. Don't, no, no, you know, you, 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 you get a, you get a rat and then you give a rat, you know, it's like, it's like take a penny, leave a penny. But if that particular penny well, bites you, you could get rat. Bite you got to be careful because it's, uh, same you know, if it's a male or a female, because you know, the females are born pregnant and you will have a hundred, you will have a hundred rats <laughs> in your home in, inside of six hours. Yeah, no, it's a, Doug, Doug is a male. Is it's not Dougifer. I was not it's trying not, to assume. It's not Dougette. It's I was Doug. not trying to assume my rat's gender. Are you trying I'm to assume my rat's gender? If Doug has reproductive organs, right? But in in the female well, we all sense, have reproductive organs. You know, you can have oh, okay, okay, a hundred rats inside of six hours. By by next weekend, uh, like by, ne- by next weekend, easy, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, and and in that case, uh, well, we'll just let's just say we'll cross that bridge when we get to there. But uh, it won't happen. It, it's he's a single male rat, which uh, supposedly isn't the ideal way to keep them. But that's how we came. They 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 tend to want you to pair them up, like get two guys together, get two girls together. They like to keep each other company. But Doug has lived his whole life alone, and he seems fine. And I could guarantee you the rest of his life is going to be as a single rat. So, uh, no, it's, it, he's really, there's a, so we've had a bunch of pets. Snack trade loves pets. Most of them, 99% of them have been in cages or, or aquariums. There, we, we, ha- we have one that has full range of the house, you know. Um, it's just easier for me because basically when you get your kid a pet, you're getting yourself a pet as far as your chore list. And it's easier if they're all in cages or tanks. Anyway, of all these little rodent type things we've got, the rat, again, Doug, is much more like a dog or a cat than a rodent. There's a certain, when you look at him, when he looks at you, there's a certain more on the ball there with him. There's a certain more, uh, a certain amount more awareness hmm. in Doug's well, little they're, brain. They're survivors, you know. They they probably had to expand their uh, their brain matter over years in order to adapt and survive in various uh, climates and situations. And yeah. and usually right. unfortunate ones to boot. So. So, but but now he's fortunate. I, I went to the Walmart and I got a cage for him. He came to me in just like a pet carrier. So now he has like a proper home, if you will. And he's got some towels in there that uh, you let him run around. Of course, rat you let him, towels. You, you let him out of the cage. That's so. T- uh, yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. You you have to. You have to. Um, but I do oh, it. So, in the so he goes from bathroom. some a tiny cage and to a, a slightly larger cage. Nah. To a different. To a different tiny cage. To a different. Uh, no, tough. but he he plays around in there and he scampers around and we we give him toys, and I've baby. You don't want to rat uh, baby or you don't want to let him out into the living room that that bathroom and then I and then I and then I. And then I wash it down with uh, with bleach well, water. If he's, deme- no, if he's domesticated, little, he's fine. Know, I mean, it's not like it's not like he's. Look, it's not. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm it's a not fussy. like he's been and, dumpster and, uh, diving his I'm entire life. Okay, I mean he's domesticated. He's probably lived in somebody else's house for a while. You know, let him out play with them. You know, I mean, let him in the living right. room. Well, yeah. Oh, and and, and he's yeah, not, in the living room, but carried, like not that. free, not not free. He uh, he's carried around. Snatcher like carries that. around like a you gotta, you gotta let like out, a baby, yeah. basically. Yeah, but what well, if how's he, he gonna get in trouble? Himself in trouble. Could, there's cords. Look, Look if you're, if he's out and you're playing with him, he's fine. You know, I mean, I there, I don't you know like let him out just for the sake of letting him out and then turn your back. This is true. Yeah, I'm not going to let him out and then go out to run errands or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say, hey, Doug, I'll be back in 45 to an hour. Sit tight there on the couch. But I, I mean, I'm sure we'll get. I'll get more lenient with it too as time goes by because he. It, it, to to be quite honest. He's a bit on the like on, on the chunks and side. I don't like so I don't think cages. he's going to really run off. 
And uh, do, do I come off as bad as saying I like them? I mean, I take them out all the time and play with them. And Snack Tray plays with them. The dwarf hamsters, the 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 rat. We're, we're looking at mice for after the hamsters. But um, no, he's out quite a bit. He's just with a hand on him. He's either being held or he's in a confined place. That's all. You, Dion, if you had a pet rat, you wouldn't just let him run around it like depends. a kitty cat. I mean, in again, your house, if he's domesticated, you? what's really the difference between a domesticated rat and a domesticated kitty cat? They're still going to do what what animals do. They're going to run around. They're going to explore. They're going to occasionally, you know, leave you a little present somewhere in the corner. But by and large, I mean they are still. Actually, you could you well, could you could litter you train a rat the same as a there cat. So I'm sure as uh, I'm, I'm a little tight, you know, I'm a little tight. I'm going to be honest. But uh, w- when I'm not so new to the world of having a Doug, I'm sure as things will loosen up around here, he'll be scampering around, you know. But for the time being, I'm keeping him safe. I'm keeping us safe. And it's very important to stay safe in here, out there, everywhere you go. Safe, safe, safe. And, and uh, to be honest with you, the rat's pretty lucky. I mean, I, 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 I gave him, I gave him steak bones. I, I made, I made a roast, like a big uh, roast, you know, and I, and I gave him bones from it. He, I, I gave him a little bit of dog food. They like dog food. I mean, he's, he's living it up, Doug. Don't, don't, don't let his story, don't, don't let his story uh, fool you. Don't listen to him. Don't let, don't, don't hear that I keep him in a cage all the time and I never say anything. That's bullshit. He's a bullshitter, Doug. He's out okay. plenty and oh, I give him good. good food, you know? And, 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 but the takeaway is I'm surprised by how much I like this rat. And, and it's not even like, I have like a certain respect for him. He's there, man. He's on. The lights are on. And there's somebody home. Like you could talk to him. When my kid walks mm. into the room, he perks up like a dog. You know, it's it's cool. I recommend rats to anybody. Domesticated rats. No, I think you should get a rat. Theon, you want a rat? Yeah, I'm good. You sure? No. I, I, I have a rat if you want one. And go down to the diner and see rats. I can ship them out there. No, those are those are those are the wrong side of the track rats, though. Those are the wild rats, not the domesticated rats. So let, let me ask you. So this I mentioned mice, pet mouse. All I wanted when I was a kid, right, was a pet mouse because I believe Beverly Cleary mm-hmm. wrote books about mice. Like I remember, I have some 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 kids book put a pet mouse wasn't in there, my head. Wasn't and there? And my a, dad refused. Yeah, wasn't there? Very a mouse seldom in did my dad refuse. I don't. I, I, when was the last time I read yeah. that book? What a sad book. But a, a, anyway, I had hamsters. I had gerbils. My dad, for some reason, drew the line at mice. So now, I got a rat, and I'm going to get mice. And it only took me 40 years, you know, but it, it, did you have pets yeah. when you were a kid? Yeah, we, we had dogs. What was your had cat, pet, pet you know, situation? A cat that lived for like 18 years. Cat's name was Chainsaw. Ooh. So, yeah, no, true story. Cat's <laughs> name was Chainsaw. And, 
any 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 wide claws just called it chainsaw shred everything that that it went up against but you know we had a dog i mean we were a dog by and large we were a dog family we had dogs growing up yeah i've i've always had dogs i've always had well i've here and there had cats i have one cat i love to this day but uh mostly dogs but i i just like uh i just like the little pocket pets you know the mice the rats the hamsters the gerbils had a bad so did, you know what so did i and i I, I, I omitted the fact but, uh, that we had dribbles when i was a very young kid and, and there was a horrible story that i do not want to talk about and so we'll just get past the whole gerbil thing I, I don't know i don't know what the story is with gerbils but they're just they're they're little tiny monsters no n- not pleasant most unpleasant. not pleasant the gerbils not even I think going everybody there. without even saying not it, even going everybody there. has a durable experience or a hamster experience that is yeah that just nobody that's talks best about left anymore. unsaid and it was the last experience with them you will have i will not go there yes won't be going there anymore and uh, if it comes up, even uh, my my fondness of giving Snatcher anything he wants will end right about there because he is not getting a gerbil. Hellacious little beasts is the thing. Anyway, the tiniest of monsters. Anyway, Dion. Uh, right. the, only in stature. Only in stature. I don't want to compare them to Hitler, but they're, they're, they're kind of a nature's abomination, the gerbil, without painting in broad strokes and not getting into anything that's going to trigger any kind of PTSD. We're not talking on, about that. Uh, on my or your part. No. And we won't. And we will not be. And uh, pretty soon we're not going to be talking about anything because we're bumping up on an hour. So, uh, oh, it's that time already. You want to say goodbye? Well, uh, hold on. I don't know. When I I can can figure it out, when when I can figure out how to to put it all together. Because I'm I'm, I'm on a different system right now, have been for quite a while. So, as soon as I can do it, um, I'll have one. People keep asking, they keep asking. Right. Leave them wanting more. Right. Is, is, is what you do. Is what you do. So takeaways. Right. Smoke illusione. illusione. <laughs> All right. See Catch you later. Amazing. I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. <laughs>